What's going on, everybody? We are at the end of the OG trilogy here. We're going to be talking about Return of the Jedi right here on the RR Pod of Film. I'm your host, Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is the Sith Lord himself, Mr. Cody Repass. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm ready to talk Return of the Jedi uh, to close out the original trilogy. Man. When I rewatch this one, I gotta admit, there's some problems. <laughs> well, I mean, let me start out with something good, uh, and that is Sheev Palpatine. Obviously, got to talk about my boy. Um, the introduction of the Emperor, uh, Ian McDermott, the man. I talked about him with the prequels, so I don't really don't need to spend too much time. But like, he's so menacing in this. Him sitting in his damn throne in his damn throne room. Um, and then the people that he had with him when he was, you know, he was talking to them, they look like characters from the prequel trilogy, just actually people instead of aliens, which is the funniest thing to me. But, um, seems like he still has some separatists hanging around. Um, but he's so menacing in this movie and I love everything about him in this, in this film and the introduction. I, I wish we got to see him more in the OG trilogy, but I, I, I can respect the reason why they kept him for the last one. So, uh. Yeah, that's my that's my first good. My first good has to be uh, the reunion for Han and Chewie. It was heart melting because Chewie was a prisoner, and uh, of course, uh, well, Leia takes him in, and then he is imprisoned. But uh, it's all a plan uh, to get Han out of the Carbonite and away from Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett. And, of course, when they bring Han and Chewie together, Han can't see. And uh, just their embrace and, like, Chewie hugging him and Han saying, it's okay, it's okay. And it's just, it's so well done. Even when this movie was made, uh, of course, you got the emotion. Uh, but it's so awesome seeing that now. Seeing Chewie so happy that, one, Han's alive, and, two just the the bond and the friendship those two have exactly i just it, it it's funny too when he like wipes his hair and stuff <laughs> yeah he's just he's like it's like he's petting him yeah it's, it's so good uh but the best part about this movie is 100 percent badass luke yeah 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 almost luke, dark luke yep almost dark luke you get luke skywalker full-on no more training wheels he wants to be a Jedi, and he like as soon as he shows up uh, to get Han Solo or to barter for Han Solo's life, you see him, and he's using the Force. He's got all the tricks, uh, and of course, at the end of this movie, uh, just the sheer anger and power that he has when he's uh, fighting uh, his father, Darth Vader, uh, and he's just sitting there hitting him with the lightsaber over and over and over, and it knocks him down. And he cuts his hand off, and the visual that Mark Hamill gives, he he looks down and he sees his father without a hand. The same hand that his father cut off in Empire Strikes Back. And you see him, and you see the light bulb flicker in his head. This is exactly where the road I'm headed down. I have to stop. And he throws his lightsaber, and he tells uh, the Emperor that, that uh, he's a Jedi, just like his father before him. It, it's such a powerful scene. 
uh, it's easily uh, the best part of this movie, in my opinion. Man, and like I think there was like a, a thought of Luke turning bad in this movie too. I think I think I read an interview with George that he was talking about doing that, but they didn't do it. Um, I love the whole Endor stuff. I love the Ewoks. I was a big fan of the Ewoks as a kid. I hope they return in this new movie since apparently we're on Endor. So I'm I'm pumped for that. Um, I, I just love the whole <laughs> them worshiping 3PO and 3P, 3PO telling a story of what they've been through up to this point uh, in their native language and in just the war that happens there, um, which is funny because I feel like the Mandalorian did a little tribute to the scene um, in the first episode with the, um, both of the uh, bounty hunter, the robot, and, and the Mandalorian kind of trying to get in, into that room where Baby Yoda is and they're getting shot at. And, like, it's just funny how they're, like, you know, trying to get in. And um, it reminds me of that scene. Yeah. the one Another one of my favorite scenes in this movie, uh, in Empire Strikes Back, you have the infamous uh, I love you, I know scene uh, with... Leia and Han Solo and in this movie it's reversed you get the reverse dialogue uh, in Empire Strikes Back it's Leia saying I love you uh, and Han saying I know uh, in this one Leia pulls out a blaster when they're surrounded by stormtroopers and Han says I love you and Leia says I know and then they kill the stormtroopers it's, it's just little things like that for a movie that's this old that little things that they nailed like that there is some issues this is the first movie uh, of this trilogy that had issues like real issues uh with the film and i'll get into that here in a bit um i'll let you know i'll let you take uh, i mean this movie has everything um and it's really cool too because there's a scene in when they're on endor and i think it's when luke and han first meet up like they kind of like they're hiding behind the thing for exactly what's going on or something's happening where they're hiding behind this building and i think they run into some stormtroopers and they do it but there's this guy with a, like a white beard that's standing behind han and he's kind of like dressed up in like kind of like a, like army-ish type gear with the, with a the helmet um there's a character in the rebel series ah, i forget his name now i want to He's a clone. He's a clone trooper. So, um, what is his name? Ah, it's gonna kill me because that show's awesome. But anyway, in official canon now, I think it's Rex. Yeah, Rex. So Rex, someone said something, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna make that dude in Return of the Jedi with the white beard Rex." Just, just there's a thrown in, and I just thought that was so cool. Now watching it, now I just pictured that's Rex from the uh, Star Wars Rebels, and, and it makes me happy. So uh, that's it. I'll let you talk about what you uh, disliked with the movie. So my issues with Return of the Jedi, unlike the the two original movies before it, uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, this movie, the special effects do not age well. In my opinion, they look really bad really really bad there's there's certain scenes where it can it, it took me out of the movie uh one uh being boba fett's death uh it, it's just so cartoony another thing is boba fett uh obviously uh they didn't understand the cult following that boba fett would have uh so his his death doesn't mean as much in the movie but 
now, if they could rewrite it, I'm sure it would be a far better death for a character of Boba Fett's stature. Uh, that's one of my big issues. Uh, I've, I've mentioned the special effects. I just... This is the one movie of the OG trilogy that I don't really have to watch. Like, yes, there's some stuff about it that I really, really enjoy. Uh, I mentioned it. Uh, but there's some stuff that I just don't enjoy. And it's the least rewatchable of the original three by a wide margin for me. Uh, another thing that I didn't like was when Luke is telling Leia that, that they're brother and sister. And Luke is saying, I have to face my father. Darth Vader is my father. I have to face him. It doesn't register to print or to Leia. Like she it that was the moment where she said she should have been Darth Vader's my dad, but you never get that. That's that's the one thing that I really wish they would have done because they tell everything else in that scene. You you get Luke saying uh, Darth Vader is my father. I am your brother. But you don't get Leia having her moment of rec- uh, of reala- realization that Darth Vader is her father too. And that's it's just a huge missed opportunity for me. No, I agree with that. I just, you know, you was talking about that and I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, she didn't react that way. Like weird she about that. She didn't react to it at all. Yeah, like it was, there's just nothing there. So yeah, I... I I totally agree with you on that. Like, um, she, uh, she's, I guess she's still caught up that she kissed her brother. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like how Han comes out and goes, what's wrong? And she goes, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, Oh, whatever. And walks away. Tries yeah, to walk Han's away. Pissed. But like, and she's like, Oh man, <laughs> this yeah. is so, it, it is kind of like the cheesiest uh, of the films, but like, it, it really is. But you do get slave Leia and, as a young boy, that was a sight to see. <laughs> Beautiful woman indeed. Beautiful woman indeed. So what would God you... God rest her soul. Yes, God rest. She was one of the greatest of all time. And her, she is so funny and um, just was beautiful. Even in her old age, she was a gorgeous woman. Funny, like I said. Witty. I cannot wait to see what her fate is in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes. What they're going to do with her character... Uh, I hope she gets a hero send off. Uh, I'm sure she will. Uh, I'm sure I will cry, uh, but whatever. Uh, I'm giving it a 3.5 out of 5. Yes, it is that much lower than the original uh, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back for me. There you go. I'm going to give it a 3.75. And I agree. I kind of agree with you. It's the least of my favorite of the three, but it's still not a bad movie. So it's like... Not at all. It is is still... I don't have my uh, rankings pulled up right now, but if I had to guess, it is still going to be in the top five or top six. Uh, Speaking of rankings, uh, at the end of all these episodes... We're going to sit and relax for a few days because there's a lot of Star Wars. And then we're going to rank all of the Star Wars films from the worst to the best. Not not even the worst because, well, yeah, Attack of the Clones is really bad. So everyone knows that's the worst. Uh, 
then we're going to go up from there and we're going to enjoy it because they grow so high so fast from attack of the clones yes they do (laughs) um but that is it for the og trilogy next you'll be hearing our review for the force awakens and i'm super excited about that later many years later um and all that good stuff but uh i i'm gonna send out a challenge to all of you uh star wars listeners out there if you're not into the extended universe and what i mean by the extended universe is like the books the video games you know the cartoons um either the stuff that's non-canon anymore or the stuff that is canon like the aftermath books and and uh um anything like that um there's a rogue one uh prequel like book and you know stuff to get you ready for that and there's a couple new skywalker rise of skywalker um the journey and the rise of skywalker books um that talks i think it's like the alphabet squadron and you know wedge antilles is on the front cover which is great so um there's a lot to look forward to like or a lot lots to look into if you're a star wars fan it's more than just these movies there's so much out there and if you really want to get into it i suggest you read some of the books watch them in the car watch star wars rebels because that's a canon show now and um yeah, play play uh the battlefront 2 um um uh campaign mode i don't care what anyone tells you it's pretty exciting um and, and it tells you that the jakku battle of jakku was uh the last stand of the empire it wasn't endor um like it was before but now that we have this new canon the battle of jakku was the last stand of the empire it was the last footings of the empire plus you got um the character of grand admiral thrawn they get into and i really hope they bring him into a series or a film a future film down the line um i was kind of hoping they would introduce him in this new trilogy but i don't think it's going to happen now um we're just that's just not going to happen and you know there's just so many cool little moments that uh, will make you happy as a star wars fan and then a lot of the um the old extended universe, the Legends universe, uh, canon, if you want to call it that. There's a Darth Plagueis book. There's the Tarkin book. There is Shadows of the Empire. If you ever played that game on N64, there's a book, and it's awesome. So there's just so much lore out there to check out that you should definitely do it. So that's my my uh, my thought for you guys. And you know where to find us. You've been listening to these. And if this is the first one you've been listening to, RR Film Pod on welcome. Twitter. Yes, welcome. Go back and listen to all the other ones. And that Please. and all of our shows. Um, yeah, all of our shows. I mean, we love horror movies, but we dabble in everything. Yes, exactly. But, uh, horror is hearts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, if you're listening to this uh, on Patreon, uh, there is. Uh, uh, no, I'll just tell you guys in the chat. I'll just, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to taint this episode. Um, <laughs> But uh, on patreon.com slash rrfilmpod, you can join as little as $1 and become a movie lover and uh, get all the cool things that you're going to be getting. You can hear a lot of the episodes early. Um, There's going to be so much more coming uh, in 2020, so look out for that. Um, But that is it for us. I am Glenn Rodriguez. And I'm Cody Repass. And you've been listening to the RR pod of film. Uh, The Star Wars Review-A-Thon continues with The Force Awakens. And may the Force be with you.